It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French, straight from Paris, and we talk love and relationships. So I had this podcast with a friend of mine, Leon Rogers from WGCI in Chicago. Is the man's place in the basement these days, right? So where do you think the man's place is in the house? Uh, listen to my podcast on this one. You're going to laugh a lot. This is a man of experience, married for years, three kids. This is one of the most hilarious podcasts I've had in a long time on La Confession. Check it out, our Heart Radio app, and then type La Confession, where the truth always comes out. For any relationship questions, call me now, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationships, you can call me right now. Lindsay, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, welcome to The Rendezvous. What's up? I just have a question for you. Is stress a normal way for a relationship to end? Um, I have a boyfriend who we've been living together about a year and a couple of months, and he texted me and didn't tell me to my face that he wasn't happy and he didn't want to be with me anymore. Mm-hmm. And he left, and he hasn't talked to me or texted me or called me. And this is the third day. And so I'm just wondering if I should just let him have his space or if I should try to contact him or... Okay. So uh, let's put it aside. So you said the stress. You guys were so stressed out that he broke up with you and he blamed it on you. What what was the reason of that breakup? Well, I mean, he moved here from out of state for me. I met him here. And he came from a lifestyle where he didn't have any really responsibilities and he came here and I have a kid and mm-hmm. um, he did take on a lot more responsibilities and he did tell me like um, the stress was like he wasn't used to all the stress. I see. So, okay. So he couldn't handle all the stress, the pressure and the, the, of, of having a responsibilities, right? Yeah. But now we live together and my kid's involved and my kid is asking where he is. And so I just don't know if I should like reach out to him or he said he needed space, and, I, and then he said I wasn't giving him a space, so I just didn't know how long I should go without talking to him again. Okay, so I get it. So the most important in this situation is said he you guys broke up, right? As we speak right now, you're not together. We are not together. Okay, so you should not reach out to him, okay? Uh, you put him in the distance, you put him away. If he wants to reach out to you, he's reach out to you. He's going to come back soon anyway because he lives there. And then he can you can figure out uh, either to stay together or to separate. But at no time should you reach out to him right now, okay? Okay, thank you. Best of luck to you, Lindsay. I hope he comes back home and things can work out. Thank you, Simon. Me too. You're welcome. Have a good night. I got to go to my email because I got this question I got to answer. If somebody asked me, do you think people really can change when they've been unfaithful in the past? And that's coming up next. Stay with me. Bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. You have a question for me and the phone lines are busy or you can't dial in right now. Remember, you can always send me your email at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's this email about tonight? This listener email comes from Katie that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Katie. I just found out that my boyfriend cheated on his ex five times. Five times? Five times. Wow. It came up in conversation and he said he's changed since then. And he did it because he didn't know how to break up with her. We've been together for almost six months now, and I haven't noticed any red flags since we started dating, and now I'm questioning everything. 
Do you think people can really change when they have been unfaithful to such an extreme? Please help, Simon. I mean, that's a great question. Do you think people can really change when they have been unfaithful many, many times before they met you? I'm going to answer that next. Stay with me. So here's the question, really. Do you think people can really change when they have been unfaithful over and over before they met you, right? That's the email Katie sent me uh, and said, you know, I'm with that guy for six months and just found out that this boyfriend that I'm with cheated on his ex five times. So really the question, can you change just like that because you meet somebody new? It's hard for me to believe. I don't really believe, for instance, an addict can change without, you know, meetings and therapy and all of that. I don't think somebody who cheats five times on an ex can suddenly stop cheating on somebody else. I like to be hopeful, but I think you have to be careful. So, Katie, I would ask him, A, have you been to therapy? Two, would you want to go to therapy to talk about what happened? And three, if he says no to both, I would really question myself, would I want to stay with somebody who did that to somebody else now that I know? That's my answer. But on a positive note, I like the honesty of the disclosure that he did. That's the only good side of this. Uh, you call that next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Never hesitate to dial in. I'm here for you. Ella, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ella. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? So I've been seeing this guy. Um, it's been kind of a long-distance relationship, not too long, but uh, just enough distance that he doesn't want to ever go out because he says it's too far of a drive. Okay. And lately, he's been really bad at returning phone calls, really bad at texting, and if I don't go to him, basically, he doesn't want to hang out. So my question is, do I give up on this long-distance dating or you know, is there something else I can try maybe to get him a little more motivated? I see. Um, Ella, before I answer, how long is this drive? Just so I get it, what, what he says, it's just, you can't drive. How long is the drive? Um, it's about an hour drive, but, you know, with traffic or weather, it's a little bit longer. So, yeah. Wait, wait a minute. So, because now I'm, I'm going to get upset. So he's saying to you that he can't drive an hour to see you? Yeah, like if he has to work that day, he says it's too long of a drive and he's tired, but if I don't drive to him, then I'm never going to see him. Right, so uh, this guy can kiss you derrière goodbye, okay? Because, I mean, honestly, (laughs) I I can't take it. I mean, if if you have any feelings for somebody and you tell your girlfriend or your partner, hey, if you don't go this way, I'm never going to take the drive, you have no interest. You just, so I don't want you, you know, to be on his back and call, and I think that, you know, you should just break up with him. I'll be honest. This is upsetting. Okay, that's kind of how I was feeling. So thank you for helping me with that. I mean, listen, I mean, if it's not 50-50 and we work together in long distance, it's only an hour drive. I know people that are together that are across the, the whole country and then they still get to see each other and make an effort. So I just can't let that guy take advantage of you. Okay, thank you, Simon. All right, Ella. Good luck to you. And the next one will be a much better dude, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Thank you. Thanks, you too. I mean, I just can't believe this. I mean, what are the red flags? I want to share that with you. What are the red flags you've been taking advantage of in your relationship? I want to talk about that next. Trust me and stay with me.
You know, I'm so glad Ella, my last caller, called me because she was really being taken advantage of by this guy who said he can't drive her now to see her. I mean, it's just, I told her, say goodbye to this dude. I mean, if you're somebody and you don't know they're taking advantage of you, let me share a couple points that you never, never forget so that if it happens to you, you'll see the red flags. Number one, somebody who doesn't want to define the relationship avoids at all costs the commitment and exclusivity, right? At all costs. Number two, you know, somebody who's always preoccupied by somebody else, usually the ex, you know, oh, my poor ex this, my poor ex that. They're not ready. Uh, another thing, of course, somebody who's not willing to make any effort to come see you. I mean, that's that's a big one, right? Somebody like always have you do what they want, always have you come over. And finally, somebody who never want to talk about the future with you, right? It's all about now and, and let's not talk about anything else. They have no plan to be with you on the long term. So if that happens to you, remember that and get away from a situation like this. You want to know how I know that firsthand? I'll tell you my story next. So how do you know that you've been taken advantage of, right? So let me, let me, tell, let me share that story, kind of like I'm on my revenge mood right now. So a while back, I was dating this lovely woman. But it was all about what I could have done for her, all about her, always me driving there, always never reciprocity. I was a sucker because I could have seen the red flags I just told you. I know them. But once again, I was blind by my desire or my, I don't know what I was blind by. But anyway, after a while, my brother Benjamin, he said, Simon, get back to your senses. This girl is not for you. She's here to take advantage of you. You do everything and she doesn't. And so he was right. But it's so hard to say, oh, God, you know, this person doesn't really like me and I'm take, being taken advantage of. Well, I realized it soon enough. And then after a while, I left. Remember, when it doesn't feel good, leave the relationship. That's my final advice on this one. You know what sound I need to hear now? I need the sound of a love story. You have one. Please call me, 855-905-8255. What is the number to dial right now if you have a love story to share for us on The Rendezvous? 855-905-8255. Irene, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to The Rendezvous, Irene. So I know by my screener that you have a beautiful love story to share with us tonight on The Rendezvous. I do. I do. It's really, really sweet. Um, so I, um, I, I've been with my husband a long time, but I, he's actually never seen my favorite movie. My favorite movie is Moulin Rouge. Oh, yes. I, I know love this that movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So good. And um, I, just, I love it so much, but I've always told him, like, I just don't think he would, he would like it. It's not his thing, even though it's my favorite movie. I'm not sure he would, you know, I just don't feel like he would like it at all. Okay. So he surprised me. I had no idea, but for Valentine's Day, he actually... <laughs> This is so sweet. He rented out a very small theater and um, arranged like a little private screening for me and him. And he showed Moulin Rouge on the big screen and he had like a little person there pouring wine and we had chocolates and popcorn. And he basically watched my, you know, my all time favorite movie, which was really sweet and special. And he actually did end up loving it. He thought it was so good. Oh, that must have make you feel really good and, and loved, right? It really was just so, it was such a sweet gesture, and I was really surprised. It was such a great gift. I love that because I always say there's no love without proof of love, and once again, somebody you know shows his love for you. I mean, that's just very precious. Definitely, definitely. It really, it really was. I mean, it's something I'll never forget. It was so sweet. This is wonderful. Doing things for the one you love so important, and with the one you love. Thank you so much, and have a good night, Irene. Thank you so much. You mm -hmm. too.
You know, there's a lot to learn about this last call because I really believe when we do things together and for each other, it's an expression of love. So let's talk about that next. If you start by the basic that when you meet somebody, it's almost guaranteed they're going to have differences with you, right? Different kind of music they love, different kind of movie they love to watch, different kind of Netflix series, different kind of clothing, restaurants, food. I mean, nobody's exactly the same, right? Even two twins, they're not exactly the same. So one of the key things we all need to understand is that when we make the effort to do things for each other together, not saying, I'm going to give you a clear example. I've got a friend of mine who told me that he changed his mind about going to ballet with his girlfriend, right? He hates ballet. But then he said, okay, you know what? I'm going to go see the ballet with my girlfriend. She was so happy. He made the effort. He showed the love, all right? She doesn't like football. It's always the same team. Same. She went to the football game. You do things together for each other. You express love. And the worst mistake you can do, I'll tell you that next. So when you're in a relationship, okay, the best thing you can do is definitely, you know, get out of your comfort zone, um, go to restaurants you don't really want to go, you know, do, you know, things you don't want to do. Like, uh, for instance, you know, I used to be very stubborn. I used to be, you know, making a lot of mistakes. For instance, I, you know, used to go not to anywhere and just say to my girlfriend, that, why don't you go with a friend to that concert, you know, and stuff like that. The result is that I got my butt dumped too many times. Now I have evolved. For instance, now when I'm in love... I don't like to go to spicy restaurants and all that. But you know what? I do. And I find something that I like. I don't like to go to certain concerts. I'm not a huge fan, for instance, of Justin Timberlake and all of that. You know, but if I'm in love, I'm going to the concert. That's what I've learned. You've got to do things together and enjoy them. Because the minute you separate yourself from your partner and what they like to do, you open up a big, big hole in the relationship. So don't do like me, do better than me. Join your partner, experiment, be open-minded. It's going to help the relationship a lot. You call that next, 855-905-8255. In English, 855-905-8255. Terry, bonjour. Uh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Thierry. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? What's up? Um, I had a question. So my boyfriend, I've been together with him for three years. Um, he's in marketing, and he just got a job out of state for like six months. Okay. Um, and he's been posting pictures with his coworkers, which is great. Like, I love to see what he's doing. But he's been posting pictures with this one girl that he works with, like a lot more. And I'm just, I don't know how to ask him about it because I don't want these six months apart to be you know, filled with anger and jealousy. I want them to be filled with love and trust. I just don't know how to approach it without seeming like that super jealous girlfriend. I get it. Let Just uh, tell me what are the pictures like, like. I need to understand what is he um, posting. Like, it's like they're, they're out at dinner and, you know, he would have his arm around her shoulder and, you know, at different meetings and they're posting together and like, yeah. they just, they stand very close together, but I don't want to jump to conclusions. Wait, but we, we okay, but we're not blind, right? So you're not blind, I'm not blind, no one is blind, and I don't yeah. put my arm around my coworkers uh, very often. So uh, I think that's that's, true. that's inappropriate. You you gotta tell yeah. him. Listen, don't keep that an unspoken. You gotta immediately reach out to him, and say, listen, okay. I mean, what is going on? You tell him, I don't put my arms around coworkers. So why are you posting this? Is there something you want to tell me? Maybe he has something to tell you. Maybe not. Open up. And then you tell him, help me understand what's going on. I want him to help you understand what is he doing. Yeah, I guess it is better to get that out in the open. I think so. And use that sentence, help me 
understand. Not tell me this or yell at him. Just make sure he tells the side of his story and then follow your intuition. If it rings, he's honest. Give him a break, okay. but no more arms around the shoulders. If you yeah. f- if okay. you feel so there is, help me understand. Yeah, that that's a sentence that works in many difficult situations. Help me out. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome, Thierry. Good luck and have a good night. Thank you. You too. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, and, and first of all, as always, thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you for spending your late evening with me. I mean, it means a lot to me and my team that, you know, every night I know there is hundreds of thousands, sometimes a million listeners in America listening to The Rendezvous. It's my honor, and I don't take it for granted. So I had this poll on, on my Instagram at Rendezvous Radio with that question. Do you think your partner's phone is ruining your relationship? 58% of you said, not a problem, but... of you said, yes, I'm surprised, but I say more and more, the less we use the phone in the relationship, except to say I love you and how are you, the better. Have a good night. I'll be back tomorrow. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.